Welcome to the Your Confident Self Podcast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat and gain confidence like never before. I'm here to help you become the powerful woman you're meant to be. Isn't it time that you get unstuck and let us see how fabulous you are? Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. We're talking about the perfect morning routine to prevent victim syndrome. These are my three magic bullets for personal empowerment. So I create a content calendar from my show months in advance. I cover the guests that I'm looking for, solo topics, the subjects to talk about with guests, etc. But I'm always willing to pivot in an organic way when topics seem to show up all on their own. You know, when I keep hearing the same conversation from different people in slightly different ways, but I just feel that little electric zing. And this is one of those moments. So I'm interrupting my previously scheduled content to talk about this victim syndrome and how you can use my three magic bullets. Lately, I've been hearing from a number of clients, friends, family, overheard conversations in the grocery store, all from people who are feeling like victims, and they feel helpless in the face of what's going on in the world, relationships, dissatisfaction on their jobs. There's just a lot of discontent and victimness going around. Why is that? From what I've heard, all day long, they feel like all they do is fight the crap that's being thrown at them. And by the end of the day, they feel beaten down and frustrated, exhausted, stressed out, any number of things. As an illustration, let me tell you about this conversation I had with a friend the other day. That particular week, she and I were both going through some similar family situationships (laughs) that we would have preferred to skip, or at least read the summary later. She kept asking questions out loud. She wasn't really asking me. She was just asking out loud. Why do I have to spend time with people who make me feel bad about myself? If we weren't related, I wouldn't even choose to be friends with these people. I feel like I kept trying to love people more who don't treat me the way I've asked them to. And I hate that. So my inner smart aleck popped up and asked, Do you have to be friends with people to love them? What if you stopped spending time with the people who you say make you feel badly about yourself? I think she might have cussed at me a little, but I'm certainly not going to repeat that here. But what she asked me after the cussing was, how could I remain calm when our situation seems similar and she knows me so well? And when I say she knows me well, she knows that my response is not always calm on the inside. I'm not a robot. I have normal responses to many external stimuli. However, the ruler for what gets me riled up is a lot higher today than it was two years ago. But the other thing that I told her is that this is how I keep my victim hat off. Every day I wake up and make a decision that I'm going to be okay that day regardless. She's like, regardless of what? And I was like, exactly. (laughs) Regardless of anything, anything and everything, I get to decide in advance that I'm going to be unapologetically me in every circumstance, that I'm going to show up in the way I want to show up, that I'm going to respond to things in a way that is typical for me to respond, and that I'm going to be my brand. I'm going to walk and live that out. 
This idea has been transformational for me. I decide before I even put my feet on the floor in the morning that I can handle anything that comes at me through the rest of the day. I've already decided that I'm going to respond in a particular way so I can just act on that. Now, the magic of that is I don't have to decide in the moment when the cortisol or the adrenaline or whatever other hormones are running around when something happens that is unexpected, when I'm in my catabolic energy place. I don't have to decide then what I'm going to do because I decided earlier when I wasn't in that stress state, when I wasn't feeling the effects of whatever it is that isn't going well. Stuff is going to come at you every day. You know that, right? I didn't even say spoiler alert. Stuff's going to come at you every day, just like it comes at me. In fact, I think the bolder you are, the braver you are, and the more powerfully you show up, the more stuff comes at you. See, they don't tell you this in kindergarten, but powerful women are magnets for opportunities to let their power out. See, we always want to ask for bigger stages, for bigger opportunities. But when the opportunities come, they don't come by themselves. They come with the baggage that comes along with that new level. Remember that old saying, new level, new devil? So powerful women attract opportunities to demonstrate their new level of skill. So if I wake up and I don't set an intention for the day, then as stuff comes at me, I might respond poorly. I might respond in a way that I don't think reflects who I really am. That's how people show up janky and they get caught on tape, saying and doing things they wish they could take back. And I have an excellent memory. So I want to help myself out by avoiding as much as possible adding memories that will make me blush or make me feel regret. So magic bullet number one for not feeling like a victim is decide every day who you're going to be, how you're going to show up, and how you want to respond, how you choose to respond when something doesn't go the way you planned. I decide not to let anything steal my peace. And guess what? Nothing does. Bullet number two is I lower my expectations of other people. I'll wait while you go ahead and swallow that, because I meant it. (laughs) I meant to say that. I'm not talking parent-child relationships here. I'm not speaking to that. But what I'm saying is that when we place expectations on others, we're putting ourselves in a position to be disappointed. We're asking to be disappointed and to feel like a victim because we can't control what other people do. Besides, putting expectations, putting our expectations on others is pretty arrogant, don't you think? Who am I to say that I know better than you what's right for you? See, when I put expectations on you, I'm saying I know better, that you ought to do what I think you should do. That's a pretty arrogant posture. Sure, I can share what I want or what I hope or what I dream, but that's about me and not about you. So I'm suggesting that we all place our expectations of others at a level where we can accept them as they come or make a decision not to accept it. See, if I don't shower you with my expectations, I can just be delighted with what you do when you show up. And if I'm not delighted, I can make a decision about how much time to spend with you. Really, we really do have a lot of power in our relationships that we don't see because we're all wrapped up in whether or not people are meeting our expectations. Now, before you think 
if you would. If you've been around for five minutes, you know this is not true. But before you think I'm creating an environment where people can just show up and act any old way, that couldn't be further from the truth. I don't place expectations on other, but I do believe the hell out of what you are capable of doing. I have ridiculous size belief. I mean, epic belief in what you can do. I believe people can do the highest, best, most amazing things, things that would stun even themselves. See, I don't burden you with my expectations, but my belief will give you wings. So magic bullet number two is to release other people from my expectations. I think one of the greatest gifts that I received when I went through training to become a coach is the knowledge that I am not responsible for your stuff. I'm not responsible for your failure. I'm not responsible for your success. I'm not responsible for your understanding of what it is that I say. I'm not responsible for any of that. And releasing myself from responsibility to others was magical. Now, we're t- we were taught about that in a coaching setting, that we are amazing coaches, but we're not responsible for what happens in a session. A client brings the agenda and we hold that space for them. So you get to decide what, if anything, you want to change. And I'm just holding that space and I'm protective of it. Like those women in Black Panther. I won't ruin it in case y'all haven't seen it. But we are holding space. We're locking it down so that you can be who you want to be. But we also need to know our place. Have you ever tried to love somebody into doing something or persuade somebody not to do something? How'd that work out? See, we often, the story we tell ourselves is that we couldn't own the results. We couldn't make someone do something. We couldn't make something not do something. But what if that's not your role? When I think I'm responsible for other people, I am so far out of my lane. I'm in a completely different zip code. And when I do that, here's how I know I'm doing it. Because I hear things like this. I am a grown, well, (laughs) let me clean that up. I hear things like, I am grown and I can make my own decisions. Or, you're always trying to tell me what to do. Things like that. Those are hints for me that I've gotten outside of my lane. And I'm taking responsibility for things that are not my responsibility. And that feels weird sometimes because as an older sibling, sometimes I think I'm right. Or as a friend who's known you for 30 years, sometimes I think I see things that you don't see. But I'm also real careful not to give unsolicited advice. So I'm way out of my zip code when I'm taking responsibility for your stuff. The good part of that is it releases pressure on me. If I'm not responsible for your success or failure, doesn't that change how I view life? Doesn't that view change how I show up? Doesn't that make it easier for me to decide every morning that I can handle whatever comes up? Because all I have to handle is the stuff that comes up that is my responsibility. The other good thing about that is, since I'm not responsible, that means I'm not responsible for what happens afterwards. So if you make a decision, I'm not responsible for what happens after that. I'm not responsible for picking up the pieces if there are any. I'm not responsible for making the next set of decisions, right? 
I get to choose the number of times that I watch someone I love throw themselves into the fire and I have to stand there holding a fire extinguisher. And I get to cheer loudly at the number of times someone I love does something that I thought they shouldn't do that turned out to be magical. Sometimes we need a little bit of distance to love, and that's okay. I asked my friend if she had to be friends with her family in order to love them. I don't think she ever answered that question. But you can be head over heels in love with someone and still be disappointed in things that they do. And you can love someone real hard and still occasionally want to poke them in the neck with a fork. (laughs) Those things aren't mutually exclusive. So the way I manage myself on a daily basis so that I don't feel like a victim is I don't worry about things that are really not within my control. What I can control is limiting myself to worrying about the things that are really my responsibility, releasing myself from being responsible for others, increasing my belief in people while lowering the burden of my expectations, and then deciding every day how I want to show up. If you have another strategy or suggestion for how we can wake up more powerfully and not feel like a victim throughout the course of the day, I would love to hear that. Let me know on the blog at AllegraSinclair.com slash 49. Be sure to tune in for next week's episode because the conversation is going to take self-care to a whole new level. I cannot wait for you to hear that. And then the week after that, that's the week to pull on your big girl panties and come back because we're going to be talking about abusive relationships, but not in a way that I think you have ever thought about them before. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.